Ladies and gentlemen, live from the UFC Apex Event Center in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada, this is your main event of the evening. It's time! Fighting out of the blue corner from Dublin, Ireland. Measuring in at 5 foot 8 inches, weighing in at 140 pounds, your number two lightweight, we have the notorious Conor McGregor! That fighting! Out of the golden corner, weighing in at 70 pounds, 2 feet 4 inches tall, fighting! Out of the Vancouver, Canada area, <laughs> he is your reigning, defending, undefeated, undisputed champion of the world, the good boy, Airbud. Alright, I want a clean fight, uh, nothing below the belt, nothing behind the head, if I say stop, you stop at all times. Touch fist if you'd like, let's fight. You can't handle the truth. Get there. Bring back your goddamn money. But I know it will. So I can do that. My mom always said, And now it's time the, the writer inside every single one of us the writer inside writer inside writer inside every single one of us the writer inside bound down down now the main event that was good. The writer inside. Yeah, we're gonna have, you're gonna have to do a lot of work with the levels there because we. we were... I'm gonna. I'm just gonna bring everything unanimously down and then mm. just boost a couple of the quieter parts sure. up a touch. Yeah, but everything's basically just coming down. Yeah, because I was just all yelling. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, for sure, guys. It's time for writer's block. Scrippy action of the evening. Of the evening, the main event of the year. Yeah, but first we gotta skip back past training camp in the we past. Gotta skippy to the scrippies. Exactly, because we have to do our scripts for the dog days. And I have multiple scripts. I wrote one on behalf of Marina. I mm. asked her this morning. I was like, "Hey, do you want me to write like a script for you?" And she's like, "So then she got really mad at me, and she's like, well, it wouldn't be my script then.'" Yeah. <laughs> and I was like. Okay, I, I won't. And then she's like, "Fine, just do the one where they're friends." So I, I wrote another script. I did the mm. annotate the dictation while I was driving. So it's a shorter one, but nice. I've got two in so, the in the brain of Marina. In the brain of Marina, I it felt like it was like the kind of vibe that she would write about. So yeah. So I'm gonna do mine first. Yeah. Then you can do yours, and then you finish, and it. then we'll finish with Marina. Okay. We'll cool. go back and forth. So, here is my script. It's The Dog Days by Linger. Mm. You have to. You have to let it linger. Linger. You got me wrapped around your finger. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. 
cranberries legend yep they they did they were all picked <clears throat> off the bush and so yeah the dog days by linger we didn't even discuss if our things are different or the same we will find out we'll I find guess. out yeah all right interior dark and mysterious room mm. the only light is the soft glow of a dangling dim fan and the morning light of dawn coming through a barred window in the far corner of the room the room is empty aside from a beat-up suede sofa in the corner a filing cabinet and a wall with a one-way mirror on it in the corner of the couch lies Louie, curled up into a small ball. He appears calm and unfazed by his surroundings, napping comfortably. Suddenly, the door to the room flings open and in steps Caesar. Louis's head pops up, ears perked, looking towards Caesar confused, while Caesar has a determined and intense look on his face. Caesar says, You're a tough pup to track down, but I finally found you, and you're going to give me what I want. Louis goes, Look, mister, I don't know what you're looking for, but I'll be happy to help you find it. Don't play stupid with me, young man. We know that you are among the last of the long legs. Long legs? I'm not sure I know what you're talking about. Maybe you have the wrong dog? Not a chance. The Huskonians have been scouring this edge of the galaxy for years to complete our quest of ridding the universe of our storied enemies of the long legs to put an end to this war once and for all. Huskonians? Enemies? Once again, mister, I think you're confusing me with and intensely yelling and snarling menacely. He goes, SILENCE! I am not confusing you with anyone. Look at your legs, son. And Lucas, what's wrong with my legs? Just look at them. The length of your legs is preposterous. The proportion of legs to your body mixed with how tiny they are can only mean one thing. You are one of the last remaining members of the long leg breed. Well, I admit my legs are pretty long, but I just thought that was part of my charm. I would never wage war against anyone. I couldn't kill someone, let alone even bite them. Look at my jaw. Louis lifts his head to reveal that half of his bottom jaw is missing. You have clearly lost that half in the war during the dog days. No, I... Caesar pounces on top of Louis, snarling and ready to bite. Don't you dare interrupt me. Louis immediately rolls over, exposing his belly, not fighting back at all. Caesar continues to snarl, but slowly realizes that Louis's not fighting back and kicking as the legends told the long legs would. Louis, I'm so sorry, mister. I will never interrupt you again, I promise. Why don't you fight back like in the stories I have heard? Like I said, mister, I would never hurt anyone. I just want to go home where it's warm. I can help you find whatever you're looking for if you just let me go. You'll take me to your home? Is that where your leader is? Oh yes, both my leaders are there. This is perfect. You can take me to your leaders and then I can put a, an end to this war once and for all, and restore peace to the Huskonians. Does that mean you'll let me go home soon? Yes, everything is falling into place. You just have to stay with me at all times, and even if you try to attack me with your mind powers or your fury kicks, I will make sure you never make it home again. Louis, hooray! Sounds like a deal then. They're great. You'll love them. I go back there from time to time when I need their help or food. Well, quit babbling. Let's get moving. The sooner I end this, the better. Caesar opens the door, and Louis pops up and prances his way out to the door. He stops right beside Caesar's side, and the two of them exit into the morning Miami sun, set off to find Louis's leaders. Well done. Very cute. Very <laughs> cool. Not They didn't pee enough. <laughs> no, they didn't pee at all, actually, in this scene. Maybe Caesar might have dribbled a little bit from being incontinent, and Louis might have peed a little bit from being scared, but I didn't add that in the script mm. yeah i think it would just go without saying in this movie they're peeing all the <laughs> yeah time. obviously yes all right. all right i have the dog days by the exalted one 
Ooh. And it's an interior of an alien spaceship. Ooh. <clears throat> and it's somewhere outside the Cromulon Nebula. <laughs> the spaceship, dark and gloomy, orbits around Husconia, the species' home planet. The air conditioning roars greatly, keeping the ship at a frigid 20 degrees at all times. A group of five Huskies meet around a long table. Caesar, voiced by Gerard Butler, listens to Duke, played by Josh Brolin, as he howls the latest nice. intel report. And the Duke howls, the report is undeniable, your majesty. Somehow, one of the long legs has established themselves on a planet Earth, on planet Earth, home of the human race. Rufus, who's voiced by Andy Serkis, says, impossible. I personally killed the last remaining long legs right there on Metopolis. Duke says, you dare stand there, Rufus, and call me a liar? Rufus snarls and says, you're the one accusing me of dishonesty with this report, Duke. You claim my campaigns do not bring about the pain my troops have sustained? Nice. Caesar bellows and says, enough! The dogs all whimper, returning to their seats with tails between their legs. Caesar says, enough accusations of dishonesty. That is not important, and it detracts from our domination. Is that clear? The rest of the dogs nod their heads, and Caesar says, What is important is how we are to deal with this. Obviously, we can't have any long legs continuing to live in this universe. Rufus says, Then the prophecy may still come true. Caesar says, And we shall all shall perish. I know, I know. Duke says, Why not just destroy Earth like we did with planet Chihuahua? <laughs> Caesar strolls to the observation window of the room and gazes outside, and he says, I know it's an option, but not one I'd like to take quite yet. We have ancestors on Earth, you know. The human scum have taken them prisoner for the last thousand years or so, but they're still Husconians deep down. No, we shan't destroy Earth yet. Rufus says, well then, your majesty, what do you propose? Caesar looks out the window for a long time, peering into the vastness of space. He says, I suppose we will have to go to Earth ourselves and take care of the long legs once and for all. The dogs around the table bark and howl with glee. It's loud, as huskies are like that. Duke says, an invasion of Earth. Oh, how I yearn to feel the long legs neck between my teeth again. Rufus says, and tasting their blood, hearing their squeals. More raucous barking and howls, and Caesar says, yes, once and for all, the long legs will be no more. This is a requiem for their species, and it sounds beautiful. And then they more barking and howling as we zoom out and zoom all the way across the universe, down onto Earth, where we see Louie in Miami, happily sleeping in the sun while Cuban music plays. Ooh! Yeah. You really got into your creative mindset to mm. give all these planets and yeah. names of things. Yeah. Who played Rufus? Um, Andy Serkis. Who is that? He's the guy who voiced Smog and Smeagol oh, okay. and yeah. the Planet of the Apes guy, okay. Caesar. That's Caesar. Caesar, yeah. yeah. Okay. And Josh Brolin's great. Yeah. I like that Caesar's still the alpha in the scenario. Yeah. So It's kind of just three cantankerous old guys doing politics. That seems like my Caesar boy. All right. Are you ready for Marina's? Yeah. I asked her this morning and I said, all right, do you want a dogs are friends scene? Or do you want a happy ending? Or do you, or do you want um, Caesar as a sinister character? Mm. She said happy. Let's just, just or she truly said, I don't care. Just, I don't make a friends. So <laughs> that's, that's what I went with. Okay. So, Marina's script is The Dog Days by Mrs. Boombostic. Mm. Boombostic. Mrs. Boombostic. What's that from? Mr. Boombostic. What's that from? That's a song, but I can't remember the whole thing. <laughs> Mr. Boombostic? Yeah, all I can remember is that, though. So, Mrs. Boombostic. Okay. Um, exterior, Miami Street Corner. It's lunchtime, so Caesar and Louie are waiting at a food truck named Hermano Cubano. They have worked up an appetite from sleeping and playing all morning with Louis' foster parents. Caesar says, 
So this is how you spend every day? Louis goes, pretty much. I just sleep in all morning, soak up the sun, cuddle with my parents, and then get on with my day. She just says, wow, I, I must say, you've got it made. Are your... Uh... Are your life as a... In your life as a long leg, isn't it all what I've heard in my stories growing up? Once again, I'm not sure what the long legs are or the stories about them, but I've lived here my whole long three years of my life, and honestly, I've loved every bit of it. Caesar says, I don't blame you. I could get used to this. Just then, a cook from within the food truck sh shouts, Order up! Caesar and Louis run up the steps to the food truck where the cook hands over a half Cuban sandwich for each dog. Hector, played by John Leguizamo, goes, Here you go, Louis. I'll see you back here tomorrow. And here's a little piece for your friend here, too. Louis barks and wags his tail at Hector, and the two dogs leave with sandwiches in their mouths. They walk a couple blocks and find a nice spot in a park to eat. Louis starts to take a bite of his Cuban sandwich. Caesar looks at it hesitantly and curious as to what this human food has to offer. Louis says, Don't be scared of it. Just go for it. They're so delicious, I know you'll love it. Caesar takes a bite, and his eyes quickly widen. His tail starts to wag and he devours the sandwich within a few seconds. He goes, oh my god, that was amazing. I love the human life you live. And he says, well then let me show you what else Miami has to offer you. Then cue a montage of Caesar and Louis enjoying a fun-filled... Is it Welcome to Miami? No, I was thinking it was going to be uh, Happy Together by the Turtles. Mm. I can see me. Yeah. Um, welcome to Miami. <laughs> nope. Cue a montage of Caesar and Louie enjoying a fun-filled Miami day together. They go run along the beach, walk downtown, get pets from tourists, browse the local farmers markets, and even listen to some Latin street performers. After the montage, they end up back in the park together, lying in the evening sun in the grass. Caesar looks more at peace than he ever has in his life, and he looks over to Louie and smiles. Caesar says, Thank you for everything today, Louie. Louie goes, Not a problem. I'm glad you had fun. Seriously, I don't... I don't say this often, but thank you. I mean it. Like I said, Caesar, not a problem. Anything for a friend. The two dogs look at each other happily, sitting peacefully side by side, smiling as friends. Nice. Job, Marina. Even cuter. Yeah, very cutesy. Yeah. In style. Yeah, I want to plug Happy Together by the Turtle. I, For some reason, I just imagined this of them... Probably not jet skiing, but jet skiing and, jet skiing and tanning and taking shots with, with tequila with, with Latinas. Yeah, with Selena Gomez and Sofia Vergara. Yeah, Louis clearly does like a belly button shot. Caesar does coke. Caesar does some coke. Yeah, and they're just jamming out to Latin music and vibing. And Louis has a good sunburn going. Yeah, that's adorable. So that's good job, Marina. Yeah, those are our scrippies. And the now we can get into this inside. week. Oh. When is Devin going to be back on this? I don't know. Whenever yeah. I, whenever we have a morning free together. Yeah. Because he's never free in the morning. Or in, never free in the evenings. They call or him afternoon. They, they call him never free afternoon Devin. Yeah. This, it's a mouthful to call him that. But yeah, never free afternoon Devin. <laughs> yeah. I do. Devin Connor, the never free afternoon Spalding. Spalding. Hi, Lou. But it is my, <clears throat> my idea for this week. My idea. My, my, my. My dear. Yes, and I thought we'd continue the dog theme. Okay. Not with Louis and Caesar, however. Oh! And their space adventure, but I think we've teased it before, potentially, on this podcast. Yeah. It's it's Airbud the Octagon. God, I'm so excited. Yeah, so, so my idea for this... An, uh, it's time! Yeah, the Golden Retriever somehow 
finds his way into mixed martial arts fighting in the UFC, sort of like he does in his other avenues of sports yeah. and the other Airbud movies. And he's allowed to fight and he's allowed to bite and he just sort of makes his way up the division. What what installment in the Airbud series is this? I don't know. I hope it's eight because that'd be the octagon would be pretty cool. Oh yeah, yeah. U UFC. Uh, ESPN ate the Ocho. Exactly, for Airbud 8. <laughs> I don't know about this, Cotton. Let's see if this pays off. Yeah. So if oh, those, but for those of you... Wow. <laughs> for those of you who aren't familiar with the, with the, the Airbud series, the Airbud lore, um, Airbud is a golden retriever who is found by this kid named Billy, I think, and they find out he's a keen knack for sports. The first one is football, I believe. I thought it was basketball. Is it? That's why it's Airbud. Oh, I thought he was jumping and catching. Yeah, I think you're right because the next one is wide retriever. <laughs> yeah, so this is just Airbud. There's you're a right. soccer one, and he can shoot and he can defend. He should be really good at soccer because you're not allowed to use your hands. I think you just use your head and feet, and that's I, all what dogs I believe. Do. I might be wrong, but I believe that's Airbud World Pups. Where, oh. his, where his puppies learn how to play soccer. Oh, that is it, I yeah. I think. Because it's a play in World Cup, that's right. World Pups. How could I forget? Yeah, <laughs> um, and so this is his next journey, or maybe the next linear journey. Maybe it's another pup, who knows? But they find their way into the octagon. Okay. And that's that's what I got. Was, I guess I never really watched the movies much, where... Was this a... Was he voiced by anybody, or was he just a dog? No, I think he was just a dog. Okay. I, it's been a long time since I've seen an Airbud movie. Too. Okay, let me check. I don't think I've ever seen an Airbud movie. Yeah, he doesn't have. Yeah. So okay. He's just a dog. Okay. And so the humans around him are like kind of the story. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. So we've got a dog that is now in the UFC. Yeah. How he, did he? How did he stumble upon the UFC well, <clears throat> career path? I think we got to find that somewhere. I think. He was maybe like a stray or something, and he was in a fight with a person. Like so this a isn't the same Airbud from the previous films. No, mm, it's okay. a darker, darker rendition of the Airbud oh, series. Oh, okay. So I think potentially like a cop is arresting a thug, or a cop or a guy is escaping after robbing a place with a gun or something. Airbud, the the golden retriever stray dog, jumps, tackles him bites him does some jujitsu who knows <laughs> puts him in an arm bar puts him in an arm bar yeah <laughs> and then the police get there and this dog is just whooping this guy's ass They're like oh my god police blow up the scene. holy shit he's got him in a kimura <laughs> exactly okay no wait i have an idea now okay so the cop who arrests him he takes him home he's like i'm gonna put you in our canine program that's awesome oh they get to the canine prog program they say sorry we only take german shepherds you're gonna have to find something else to do and he's like well why don't i take him to my gym okay where he and then he trains that's yeah. where he gets some fire ass training montages yeah. for sure yeah and maybe in the end he becomes a canine unit with his real yes name. that's so good yeah okay but this, anyways this whole thing to take down to gain a belt in the ufc world was just to become a canine yeah, unit dog. His, his real dream okay yeah but anyways yeah so he's in the ufc so i guess that would be a main character then, that's is the, this is the cop this cop who sort of takes him in his coach potentially you know who it could be who's that? oh my god this is perfect let's hear it because airbuds are kind of family friendly comedy films yes Oops. and so this person has played in a lot of comedy films i think he's played a cop before okay he's also played as a fighter and he is a fighter and a comedian it's kevin james oh, i was afraid you might say that <laughs> we could do kevin james sure why were you afraid <laughs> well i mean it's kevin james i like kevin james paul blart 
Well, I didn't say I liked Paul Blart, but I like Kevin James. I mean, but he is Paul Blart. That... No, he's the king of queens. That's true. My eyes are getting weary. Yeah, and he was in that movie. My badge is getting tight. That movie Bleed for This. No, that was my that was Miles Teller. He was in Here but, Comes the Boom. Is that what that was called? The UFC one. Oh, yeah. Shit. Yeah. That was which is not well received. Which, I don't no, think. Bleed for This was much better. So received. maybe yeah, he can he wants a redemption of his <laughs> UFC movie, and he's doing it with Air Bud. Yeah. So it's another flop for him. So he's a cop. Yeah. Because yeah, he's played a cop in something, not just a mall cop. Yeah. And he's played a fighter, and he supposedly. Kevin James has one of the hardest hitting punches I've in heard that. the UFC. I've heard that. He's a big guy. Yeah. He's pretty athletic. I think he wrestled in high school or something. Yeah, I think like he that. did too. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, Kevin James Kevin is our James cop. is our main guy. Yeah. What else has he got going on? Um, probably an alcoholic. <laughs> He's an alcoholic cop. <laughs> you know, it gets really dark. Yeah. I'd like it to get dark. Yeah. yeah. Let's make him an alcoholic. Maybe he's too. a crooked cop. Me. Uh, I don't like this the way I was going. I was going to say maybe he beats Airbud, but now oh, I don't no, like that. Yeah. I do not like that. <clears throat> Airbud, yeah, he can only get hurt, I think, maybe like once or twice in the movie. <laughs> yeah. In the ring, I think, too. Yeah. Yeah. We we can't we can't endorse animal violence. Cruelty. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we kind of are, but Airbud gets his licks in, so don't be worried. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, what else is going on with Kevin James? Um... He can't have children. Oh shit! He's divorced, and his wife took the kids, and so he kind of a, he needs there, but a he needs something. There we go. Figure, yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, and that's why he was an alcoholic, but he mm-hmm. isn't more anymore because no, he has to care for Airbud. He has to coach him to the championship. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Airbud's got to have more crew with him too, right? Yeah, I think. Where maybe, does this take place? Mm, could take place anywhere. Chicago. Sure. There we go. Las Vegas. How about Las Vegas? Because they're right there with the UFC stuff. They're in Vegas. Where's a place where there's a lot of fighters come from in the US? Vegas. Miami. Phoenix. Los Angeles. Colorado, weirdly. Philadelphia? Am I making that up? They have a lot of boxers. Oh, that's what I was... I think, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're, yeah, they're from all over. Okay. So it really could be anywhere. Big city-ish. A big city. Okay. Um, Sacramento. Sacktown. Yeah. There Sack we go. Town. Sacktown it is. Okay. Kevin James in Sacktown. Um Alrighty. I think he might need like an actual coach too. Like a so I think Kevin James is like his sort of father figure, takes him to MMA class and something, but he needs like a coach when he's like like a real professional looking coach when he's going down the oh, line. Oh, okay. Um That's in his corner with Kevin James. Okay. It's gotta be a Hard ass person. Yeah. Kind of older could be. Could be older. All I could think of was Nick Nolte from Warrior, <laughs> but I don't want that. Yeah. That feels like too derivative. But someone in that vein. We'll come up with someone. Statham. No, I hate him. I do too, actually. Um who's the Denzel. Oh shit. Denzel would be pretty good. I was thinking of oh, what's his name? Let me look it up real quick. I I know what he's in. So it helps. I type Paul Giamatti. No, not Paul Giamatti. It's um, it's Dave Bautista. Oh, sure. He was a, a real fighter, wasn't he? Yeah, he was I a think, wrestler. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was. He's a big ass dude. Yeah, he could. He could, he could easily. I think it. we've used him once before, but that's fine. I in think a, we have in a bit role. That's Bautista. Yeah. Yeah, Dave Bautista. Yeah, he's he'd be great. The, he's working the pads. Plus, he's got a, like he could definitely do like a little bit of an accent, you know where. In our training. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Okay. 
So we've got them. Um, a rival human that he meets in the yeah, championship. Who, who, I think it's got to be a real life UFC, UFC person. Yeah. Who is it going to be? That's a good question. Who's like a likable UFC star? It could be Conor McGregor. Just because of name recognition alone? Yeah. But he, yeah, I don't know if you want to do an Air Bud movie. <laughs> Maybe if he saw the script. Under 155 pounds. Um, was BJ Penn super light? Yeah, he's he's a bit of a problem guy now. Oh, he is? Yeah. I think, what happened with him? I think he gets in a lot of bar fights and he loses quite often. Okay. And I think he's running for governor of Hawaii, Who too. is the... And he's a little old. Who's George... like the Brazilian guy? He's older now, too, though. Why can't I think of kaka no it's not kaka um god i know so many old ufc stars i don't know any now could be like max holloway he's a oh it could be popular star he's not all that articulate yeah but he's got that nose you know where he's been around in the game a while yeah his nose is really beat up yeah i don't know if he'd be a great actor he seems pretty dumb diego sanchez Jose Aldo. Jose Aldo would be good. That's who I was thinking of. He's pretty good. He's right there. Yeah, he's he's older, but he still fights, I believe. And I don't know if he knows English, but that doesn't even matter, really. No, it doesn't. It'd be even be better because he's at the press conference. He's like a puta puta pelo. <laughs> yeah, he's like Swah. and Airbud just barks like it's just gibberish That's... back and forth to each other, and they've just got tra- well, like Kevin James is trying to translate, yeah. and then another guy's translating That's, for him, and that's what I like we could talk about that now for a little bit i think this movie is a lot of opportunities for stupid stuff like that yeah like another one i thought of was like you know between rounds when they go back and sit on the stool uh-huh. for water is everybody go back to his corner and they put a bowl of water down <laughs> he for him he's, it up. Looks at it. Yeah, he's like he's what like, are you doing out there you gotta faint kill. <laughs> he's just like trying to massage his neck a little bit yeah, yeah. he's like kind of growling yeah. yeah i think okay yeah let's do jose aldo that'll yeah. add a stupid aspect to it that'll be fun okay um Great. I think, obviously, there'll be a montage of Airbud just slowly making his way up the ranks, kicking ass. Biting people. Yep. Mauling people. And in the end, he gets to be a canine unit. Yeah. Who is the, who is the person in the police, the police chief that shut him down from mm. the program? That's I think call. that could be, like, a, another enemy of his, like... Mentally. Yeah. Yeah, that he conquers. Who Who screams police chief? um jk simmons but he's a spider-man and i think we've used him no he's a reporter oh he's commissioner gordon he's j jonah jameson who's commissioner gordon um i can't remember it's not jk simmons let me just think of how about alan tudyk Ooh, i like alan tudyk actually it is let me look him up real quick but i'm pretty sure that's who i'm thinking of he was in ferris bueller's day off to yeah that's exactly who i'm thinking of oh i like him he can add a touch of comedy too oh that's not who i was thinking of <laughs> who are you thinking of i was thinking of the guy from ferris bueller's day off matthew broderick no oh alan ruck that's who i was thinking of <laughs> he could also be good <laughs> <laughs> two totally different people Let's do Alan Tudyk. Let's do, yeah. By mistake, Alan Tudyk got cast in this. They were supposed to call Alan Ruck, and they called Alan Tudyk uh, on he, Speed Dial. And he, he's he a, just accepted. A huge Airbud fan, so yeah. he accepted on the spot. <laughs> Perfect. So, on so now it's pretty meta as well. Yeah. Okay. And is there anything that goes on with Kevin James's character as a resolution for him? Mm. Does he get his wife back, his family back? I don't think so. Okay. I think he, he, he gains acceptance. He finds, maybe he finds his 
passion in life is coaching MMA. Okay. Helping kids out or something. Yeah, exactly. I still want him to have a better relationship with his kids. Like, his wife sees... They don't get back together, but she sees that, you know, he's grown. Maybe she enrolls the kid in their... There we go. In their MMA class. Yeah. Yeah. And And the kid gets their ass beat. (laughs) He gets mauled by Air Bud. (laughs) Here's your first match. (laughs) That's perfect. Okay, yeah, that that is a good path. Whether he fights Air, the kid fights Airbud or not, I yeah. like that path. Yeah, and, and then Airbud's a canine unit who just sort of comes around sometimes with the gym because he retires right after, of course. Of course, yeah, yeah. Oh, he retires on top. Yeah, and then he just sort of hangs around the gym, gives pointers to some kids or some pros, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, I think, and I think the way this last thing before we get to the wishful wishes and everything, I think the way he ends it. He beats Jose Aldo like the whole time his ascension up. He's just mauling people, and the ref calls it before he like bites their head off and everything. Right? We have to have Herb Dean as the ref, yeah, of and course. Bruce Buffer's in this. Of yeah, course. so are we gonna have Joe Rogan? Of course. Okay, and we'll have Dana it. White. We'll oh, he's hurt. White. Yeah. Oh, um, he hurt real bad. <laughs> exactly. And then the very end, after he's been mauling people and winning strictly by biting. He like goes in for Jose Aldo and he does a flying arm bar. <laughs> or, or like a spinning back kick and knocks him out or something. Yeah, that too. Or like a triangle choke behind him off his yeah, back. Exactly. It's it's a hu- it's a human knockout move or yeah, submission. Exactly. And not a dog. Showing that he's really trained and made he's, his way he's in this a, world. He's a true martial artist. He is artist. a mixed martial artist. Yeah. yeah. All right. Perfect. Beautiful. So we've got a whole storyline, we've got our resolutions, we've got our characters with inner conflicts. Yeah. I think that's great. Wishful wish time. I think it's wishful wish time. Whoever's just done the fucking Airbud movies, have they all been the same? I doubt it, and I doubt they have Wikipedia pages. Airbud World. The Pup. first one was Charles Martin Smith. Air Bill Bannerman did that one. Golden Receiver was Richard Martin. Yeah, they Spikes don't. Spikes have... back. The volleyball one was Mike Soothen. Do any of these have... Seventh inning fetch was mm-hmm. Robert Vince. Let's pick one of them. Which, so... Or do you want, if we get lean into the darker tone, we pick a real director and do, like... <laughs> and not a fake director? Yeah, we do. Look at the guy who did Joker to direct this. Oh, um... Phillips. Todd Phillips. Yeah. Because he's done... He did, uh... Didn't he do Step Brothers? Yes, he did. So, so he's got that comedy. He's got that comedy, but now he's done something super dark. Todd as Phillips. Well. Todd Phillips, I like. Yeah, he's done Joker. He's done... Uh, oh, I don't see Step Brothers. Oh, it's, he did The Hangovers. Oh, that's right. Yep. That's a dark comedy. He did Road Trip. He did Old School. He did Due Date. He's done a lot with Zach Galifianakis. Um, he was a producer on A Star Is Born. I like him. That Todd Phillips is great. Let's do Todd Phillips. I'm the Joker, baby. <laughs> um, music. What's the music? It, it's like lighthearted, but with sinister undertones. And a lot of training montages. Yeah. Are we going to rip off Rocky a lot? Kind of. I'm sure. Getting yeah. stronger. Yeah, just f- to satirize it. Flying higher. Yeah, so with some music by Maynard Ferguson. <laughs> Is that who does that? Yeah. Okay. 
Um, we'll also have... That's impressive that you know <laughs> Maynard Ferguson sings I that. had that on my iPod for a while. It was that one of your most listened to songs. I have songs on my iPod that I can't tell you who sang that, but Maynard oh. Ferguson? Yeah, when I was that's like... That's not a household name. I'm pretty sure that's gotta be Maynard Ferguson. I might At be least wrong. if I said Eye of the Tiger from Rocky, you'd have been like, oh yeah, Survivor, but no. Go Maynard fucking on. Ferguson. Yeah, I know he did it. No, I, I got that wrong. <laughs> okay. Gonna fly now. Maybe I had a Maynard Ferguson. I think I had a. Maynard well, who Ferguson sings "Gonna Fly Now"? Variation. That's it's a Bill Conti. So now I'm gonna look up Maynard Ferguson. He's a Canadian he did, jazz trumpeteer. Yeah, he did Bird Bird something from 1957. Birdland. Yeah, Birdland. Oh, he does have a "Gonna Fly Now." I knew it. Maybe he does the trumpet part in it. Yeah, I think there. We've, we've got around so, to it. So what you're telling me is that you pulled a Canadian jazz trumpeteer name out of your ass, but also got it right and wrong at the same time? Yeah. Shout out, Ma- shout out Maynard Ferguson. Shout out Maynard Ferguson. Is he dead? He's got to be has dead, to right? Be. Has to be. Uh, There's not a sh- chance He was in born hell. in 1928. <laughs> Maynard Ferguson, he got married in 1955. He died in 2006. Oh. So he lived to be 78. Yeah. And he didn't even have to see the collapse of the housing bubble. <laughs> no, he didn't. Wow. Yeah, he only had the the end of the the Great Depression yeah, and, the, and the, the Dust eight, Bowl and, and the eighties stock market crash and World War Two and Vietnam War and nine eleven War and the Cold War and nine eleven. He's probably senile by nine eleven, so he might not have known about that. He was only seventy eight. So we'll use Maynard Ferguson's music. <laughs> with- well, he is a band leader, so he could do like a lot of the score. If he was alive. If he was alive. We're going to make you alive, Maynard. Okay. Shout out Maynard Ferguson. It's a, it's a jazzy Air Bud Octagon. <laughs> it doesn't have to be completely, but he'll do a lot of it. Yeah. Just okay. just, just for the fact that you pulled that out of your ass. <laughs> um, and then recap. Are we already there? Wait, are we doing any more names? Any other music? Any, any other names? The Arctic Monkeys. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why, but. For his training montage. Okay. And not Maynard Ferguson's song. <laughs> the one that it would really fit with is Gonna Fly Now. It's an now. Arctic Monkeys song instead. <laughs> an Arctic Monkeys rendition of Gonna Fly Ooh, Now. Featuring Maynard Ferguson. Featuring, yeah, on the trumpet. Yeah. And That's then we've sexy. got a title. It's just Airbud the Octagon, right? Airbud ate the Octagon. Yeah, or Airbud Cage Warrior, or Airbud Killer Kimura. Killer Kimura? Yeah. Maybe not that one. Um, Cujo. Is there any it's other? Just called Cujo. Is there any other dog puns we could make? Because um, they did oh, like World Pup and Seventh Inning Fetch, Fight, Bite, Bite Night. That's not bad. B- bark, Fetch, Bet, Triangle, Arm Bark, uh, uh, Airbud Arm Bark. That's pretty good. <laughs> that's kind of like Killer Kimura, Airbud. Arm bark. <laughs> so bad. All right. I like that, though. Airbud arm bark? <laughs> Airbud eight arm bark. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think that's this is Pro- the seventh, but we're going to make it the eighth. Yeah, and even though Todd Phillips is directing, it sounds like this is going to go straight to DVD. <laughs> It'll be streamed on uh, Disney Plus or something. <laughs> ABC Family. Yeah. yeah. 
I think they have the airbrush. It's rights. called Freeform now. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Freeform Freeform exclusive Air, just, just Air like, Bud 8 armbar. But that makes sense. <laughs> music by Maynard well, that Ferguson. makes sense because he does Freeform jazz. Hey, yeah. there we go. There's all the connections all right, between be... Maynard Ferguson and Freeform ABC Family yes. Air Bud 8 armbark. <laughs> and the recap for Freeform's Air for Bud Freeform armbark. exclusives Air. Airbud ate the arm bar. Directed by Todd Phillips, the director of The Hangover <laughs> and The Joker. Um, starring Kevin James. Um, who else is starring? Alan Tudyk. Alan Tudyk and not Alan <laughs> And not Ruck. Alan Ruck. You've got... Um, Jose Aldo. Jose Aldo. You've got all the... Jose Aldo, I think it is. Is it Jose? I think so. You've got all of the UFC people. you got Herb Dean. you yeah. got Bruce Buffer. you got John Joe Anik, Rogan. Yep, Dana Anik. White. Dana White. you got all of them. You have... Um, I feel like there was somebody else. Hmm. Oh yeah, coach. Oh yeah, it was uh, Dave Bautista. Yeah, Dave Bautista. I went, we could probably we don't have to discuss it now, but we could definitely write in like a backstory for Kevin James and his wife too. Like, oh yeah, they we'll could, just we'll just have it be what's his wife's name from King of Queens. We'll just have her do it again. Karen. My mom. Isn't that her? No, her name's not Karen. Doesn't your mom say she's that character? No, that's what my aunt and uncle say is her. And she says Monica from Friends is Auntie mm. Donnell. But um, her name is uh, Leah Remini. And she plays Carrie. You were so close. Yeah. Leah Remini. We'll okay. have her be it again. Why yeah. not? We'll combine that dynamic duo up. She's pretty hot. Yeah, too hot for Kevin James. Well, that was always the case. <laughs> um, and you've got Airbud. Who his dream is to become a canine unit? A canine unit. What was his backstory? He was a stray dog oh, and he flew in to stop to stop a, a mugging crime, or yeah. something. And then he and then Kevin James said, "You'd be great for the canine." Yeah, unit. Yeah, he witnessed that. Say German Shepherds only. Yep. So he gets booted from the canine unit. Kevin James takes him under his wing. Says, "You know what? You can train with me in our gym." Yeah. It's definitely like an old school style and it's, boxing gym. And to think of it now, the motivation is out of, like he said, like only German Shepherds are athletic enough to be in our program or whatever. So then he's like, I'll show Getting you. Getting strong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Makes sure. his way to the UFC championship to face Jose Aldo where he gets him with a flying arm bar. Yeah. In, arm bark. In, in arm bark. Instead of, instead of all of his previous mauling tac- tactics using his... Yep claws in his teeth he he goes <laughs> full mixed martial artist he wins so he wins the belt yeah he he gets into the canine unit to end it he retires then and there in addition he helps kevin james start up a youth training camp thing for for little kids beginning to... fighters yeah which and it... which he adopts his own kids that he lost because kevin james has a troubled alcoholic past yeah he gets his own kids back and earns the respect gets of to be in their life leah remini yeah there we go that is Airbud Eight. Gonna be a arm bark. Gonna be some odd scripts. Next That's week. gonna be some weird ass scripts. That's good though. I love it. Um, okay, it's my turn next week, and let me pull some stuff up. I I have a couple new ideas. So there's still raised racist. There's still Sleepwalker gets into trouble. Hmm. Um, I don't remember what this ki- came up. If this was with you, if this was with Marina, but I just have a title or something. Just the simplest idea. And we'd have to run with this. It just says boner for the sun. It wasn't me. S U N, not like oh. a not like a kid, like oh. but the actual sun in the sky. Boner okay. for the sun. I don't know what that is. But I think 
I'm going to go heavy next week. Okay. I came up with this idea. The biggest on the, loser. Yeah, exactly. I came up with this idea on the way to work this morning. Long drives to Polson. Hour, about, five minutes. Yeah. So I, I it just it's came into cattle. my mind. Nope, it's not about cattle. Mm. It's not anything physically heavy. Mm. But it's about a man who loses his wife. She dies. And he becomes depressed and starts becoming a hoarder. He hoards items for years, and then when he reaches a time where he wants to help fully deal with the trauma of losing his wife, he decides to get his life together and clean up his house. And when he does, he finds and recalls memories along the way of all the items he finds, and he associates mm. it with her. It's kind of like a whole recollection type mm. of film. Almost like an Uncle Boone me. <laughs> I wish. Who can recall his past lives. Yeah, maybe he has dementia. That could be a good touch, yeah. He's gotten super old, and as he goes along, he can't remember things, but just these tokens from here or there that he's kept yeah. for all these years. Yeah, it's something It's something dark and heavy. Amore style. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The the father, the Sir Anthony Hopkins on recently. Mm, yeah. Yeah, we're going to have something heavy. That's but, what's going to be next week. Like cattle. We could save Boner for the sun later. <laughs> I think Whatever we could that probably means. incorporate them both into one. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but anyway. He's vitamin D deficient, so anytime he walks outside, he gets a boner for the sun when he takes his Viagra. When he, yeah, when he's taking his trash out of his... He, he walks out into the sun, and he looks up in the heaven skies, and it reminds him of his wife, and he pops a hard one. That's there a we good go. one. Yeah. There we go. Good ending. All right. Um, that's going to be it for this week. You've got our next week's idea... Um, feed us ideas on Anchor if you have anything. We're hungry. And uh, that's going to do it. We'll see you next week. Gadoosh. Thank you for tuning in to Writer's Block, our spinoff series of The Good, The Bad, and The Movies. Each Friday, we're going to come up with a new movie idea of our own and create it right here on the spot. If you like the show, please leave us a review on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you are listening. Also, if you have any movies you'd like us to review or your own movie ideas for Writer's Block, trademark, please follow and message us on our Facebook and Instagram pages at The Good, The Bad, The Movies. Tune in next week to hear us discuss more films. And remember, if, if it's, it's good, good and it's bad, it's probably the movies. movies.